Welcome to the Buried Gems Podcast, where we dig through internet literature to try and find the next big thing. This is New Year's. This is yeah. the first episode hey! of 2019, baby. 2020, 2020 dude. 2020. <laughs> the new decade, man. The new decade. It's the roaring 20s. As oh, shit, I need now to officially Sorry, a part no, of the 20s. <laughs> I just want to say it's been fun, y'all. You know, the teens. Uh, we were able to avoid World War III. And, uh, uh, I mean, well, we don't, well, I mean, actually, do, did we? I mean, we're we recording did. this on December 31st. Oh, hang on. Yep, we still have four hours before New Year's, so you know. I mean, it's possible. It's. Back. I was going to talk about the Christmas creep <laughs> and the fact that it's only November, like whatever, and there's already Christmas stuff. Like they just forgot Thanksgiving existed, but I feel like that would kind of give away the bit that it's not actually Christmas yet. What? It's it, it's not Christmas yet because Christmas happens like three hundred yeah Christmas days from now. Christmas is That's in Christmas. like twelve months, bro. Yeah, because it already <laughs> happened, you idiot. Talk about something that already happened. When I woke up this morning and I felt like such an idiot because like, so I went and I got a glass of water and I grabbed some ice from the fridge and then I went to my bed and I started hearing this beeping and I thought it was like someone outside doing construction and, or like a trash track, like, a, like a, one of those trucks backing up. Mm-hmm. And I sat there and I was like, this is fucking annoying. Me, me. Yeah, like that. Yeah. And then it kept going for like 20 minutes and I was like hmm. what the fuck is happening out there and then after like 25 minutes I got like really angry I was like what the fuck are they doing out there it's like so <laughs> early and then I went to like go look out my window and do like the classic city thing where you open the window and go what the fuck are you doing <laughs> but no one was outside <laughs> and I was like what and I it was your vibrator <laughs> well no that, I had that on on purpose I, very, I knew very much what that sound was doing but it was just the. Fr- I left the fridge open, and I just sat there like a dumbass and was like angry at nobody for a solid thirty minutes. Fucking refrigerator! Why are you beeping at me? Why are you I, doing that? I want Ang- the food to melt. Anger at no one's my next debut album. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's gonna be a, a lo-fi kind of country emo-y indie. <laughs> Did I listen to it? Sounds yeah. like. Some Taylor Swift album. Uh, oh, the one where uh, Bad Taylor. Bad Taylor. Good Taylor can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a lot, a lot more prestige than that. I think. <laughs> okay. It's gonna be uh, so ironic that it's unironic. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. It's gonna be so ironic that my stage name will be something like Bartimus Klingley, and it'll look like They're- a really sad cowboy. And you're gonna have a a, a pet raven on the side that wears a tie. <laughs> Yeah. Just so you can have the raven walk <laughs> on stage and say, oh, why is there such a knocking at my chamber door? To, to call or not this like, call? This we're is the first the ever Edgar Allan Poe cover band. <laughs> this is more of like an edgy anime. Am I as- <laughs> yeah. Dude, edgy animes are the craziest animes. Yeah, you need some mad cleavage and... <laughs> you either have edgy... Is that how it makes it edgy? Like, then, okay, I must be watching a lot of edgy anime. So, I think there's, like, three types of animes. There's I'm the, going... Okay. There's the, the, the anime that's essentially porn. Nice. The, the edgy that is porn. <laughs> the anime that is porn, and then the really dark, edgy animes. And the last one is, like... Okay. Uh, like I don't know, like a bunch of like young kids in mm-hmm. Japanese mascots, like jumping around, like clapping and going, like "Yay!" You know what <laughs> else? It's Prob- uh, basically porn. The stories oh. we review on our podcast. Oh, 
that is correct. I, I, not... I don't like that. Wait, I we mean, are doing I, a podcast. I mean, I we're not porn. You know, porn is a beautiful thing that must be cherished. This you can Wait, throw away instantaneously. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> I w- yeah, I mean, honestly, porn might be too good of a label for us. I know. We don't deserve that. Porn is going to be with me for the rest of my life. While this podcast, <laughs> Unlike, I'm going to forget about in 2021. Much like the shame of doing porn, this podcast will live with you for the rest of your life. What shame of doing <laughs> porn? It is a uh, expose. That was pretty sex negative of me, actually. I know. What the hell? All right, I can't tell if you're shaming the porn star or the porn viewer. I like that porn star Ryan Creamer who just goes around and like <laughs> does the wholesome porn where he doesn't actually have sex, but just like like he orders a pizza and tips the delivery driver an extra ten percent for his troubles. Is that really a thing? Ooh. Yeah, it's a real thing. Oh, a wholesome that turns a lot up. of people on. Yeah, he has Is a ton he on of videos. Yeah, he's the he won best <laughs> male porn star at the adult uh, video awards. All right, what's his name? Ryan Creamer. Ryan, Creamer. we're about ready to start recording. Oh, I mean, we could we could just we could just freestyle it. <laughs> right. A room full of guys takes turns complimenting you. <laughs> I, uh, your stepbrother, decline your advances, but it flattered. <laughs> wow, they're including a step uh, sibling porn in it. <laughs> that's that's creative. That's the uh, creative twist. And hopefully. I, on Sorry, the podcast more. that oh, you got one I, more. I, I disinfect the casting couch. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, on, as someone might have noticed, Thomas did a great segue earlier, and that's because we're on the Buried Gems podcast, where segues are abound, and we can always find one wherever we go, <laughs> except for the co-founder. He's uh, the co-founder of Segway. That is, he died on a Segway, so. Don't ride that one. Uh, hey, don't segue out of your Segway. <laughs> <laughs> well. On that note, uh, we're not reading porn today. Uh, we are reading. Um, do you guys know what we're reading today? I don't. I forgot if I told you. I'm unaware. I have never heard of anything. Okay, that's good. So then we have two brand new readers who have not read chapter one of this story, or even the title. Exactly. So <laughs> wait. Uh, so someone the, here is not a brand new reader. Uh, I mean, I've never been on an episode before, so some guy just. I don't even me. know what we're talking. <laughs> I don't know who's recording us. What is reading? <laughs> I am. Can someone clear that up for me? All the kids are talking about reading, and I've really been confused and a little bit ashamed to ask what it is. Hey there, Vsauce Michael here, and what is a podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh. <laughs> so our good friend Sassy Historian, who wrote um, chapter one of New Dawn, hit me up, and he told me that he's got new chapters. So. Uh, do you guys remember New Dawn, or are you guys completely just? Not? I do. New Dawn it's, sounds familiar. It's uh, oh, New Dawn was the one where it was like the the future where the school colors, shootings, school shootings. Yeah, yeah, the colored, yeah, the the, the colored the people. That one. How the harsh one were we on that one? I forget. We gave it like a three point seven five out of five. That means was... nothing. I I mean I don't know about you, but I'm extremely capricious. A 3.75 one day is a is a negative four the next day. <laughs> that is very honestly numbers mean nothing, and we're all going to die. Entropy increases to its maximum. <laughs> so we the can universe neither, we becomes can more and more disordered. If this was good or bad, is what you're saying. And my life falls apart. Um, so in that I think case, I, I think just, we liked it. Okay. Should we, we like should it? we we should just go to a yay or nay system? 
Yeah. That's lame. This is like, you're just going to quit like YouTube did? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Think we're too dumb to handle five stars? You know what? Fuck you. Uh, you, can li- five you, stars. Literally, <laughs> you literally just said the five stars were meaningless. So, you know, I. Yeah, but it's I not, thought it's that, not I thought because that I'm too dumb for it. It's because I deliberately tried. I didn't know. I just assumed that you were too dumb for it. You know what they say about assuming? It's pretty good most of the time. The day yeah. I couldn't leave a one star review on a six year old's channel. And, you know. That was the day democracy died. Yeah, it really was. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Now YouTube took away our democracy? Now Rebecca so Black's Friday only has an 83% dislike ratio. Like, I mean, come on. The world's of fucking of insane. things taking away our democracy, have you guys seen Facebook's new re- redesign? Like, with I, the, the sans serif all caps shit? No, I have not. Yeah, all so they're, they're trying to rebrand. Like, the parent corporation Facebook is different from its services. And it's like, they apparently they got, like, a custom typography done of this dumbass. It's just boring sans serif all caps. But apparently they paid, like, I don't know. Probably like a hundred thousand dollars or more for like custom typography on this. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, um, Mark Zuckerberg, get he out is a get lizard. On the podcast. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's a lizard. Hey, Mike, Mark Zuckerberg, if you come on the podcast, I swear I won't throw salt on you, you snaily, snaily man. <laughs> um, I won't call you a lizard to your face. No, yeah, we'll be very, we'll be very, uh, I'll be very nice to you. We'll have a separate conversation channel going. We'll provide him with an environment suitable for his biological needs. We'll make sure to make sure that it's a low oxygen environment so his, uh, his, his metal doesn't rust. <laughs> anyway, so we got... A glass of water? <laughs> So we got uh, chapters two and three of New Dawn, which I remember correctly, we all thought was pretty good, um, or like we thought it was definitely high quality writing. Uh, so the guy emailed me again, uh, and he told us to he one thing he gave us to say was that the narration is POV in the in the book. So each chapter has a different point of view. So we're gonna see a person maybe from a different class. Oh, maybe maybe we'll see a, a dirty, dirty blue, one of them old Democrats, or uh, we'll see another. I thought red. those were all killed. <laughs> Oh, yeah, the blues don't exist anymore. <laughs> There's no blues. There's only... Reds, greens, and oranges. I just realized I forgot to send you a link. I know. I was like, you know, when, when, when am I, when am I going to get out? To be like or a, not to be? I was just going to ad-lib it. I, I, dirty orange, I shall shoot you in the face for being a different color on an ID, but that probably insinuates you're also a different ethnicity than me, but... I still don't know the coloring code. Oh, there's no, there's no uh, ethnicity. They're all colorblind. You know, race is no longer They're a all thing blind. in America. They all have walking canes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the ultimate twist. Anyway, uh, any last comments, tricks, gaffes, goofs? Maybe even none. political dissidents. I would. Uh, I mean, I don't. I don't want to brag, but we're not banned in China yet. Uh, I know this is a very. Uh, it's I, only great well, organizations, only amazing organizations like the NBA and uh, and Disney are, aren't. Uh, Disney no NBA stood behind its GM kind of it a was, little bit. LeBron didn't though. LeBron. LeBron, LeBron was became, like. LeBron was like, you know that MIT graduate? He probably knows nothing. Well, I think we He's should leave the door stupid. open for Chinese sponsorship. So I don't want to say anything too dicey. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan. Fuck I, the Chinese I mean, government. Ah, uh, we are okay. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> oh, goddamn, we fucked it up. We're not gonna uh. get any money now. It was a quote from Randy Marsh on South Park, which we do not condone whatsoever. We do not. Because, we not condone that. <laughs> we think free speech sometimes maybe has consequences that you maybe you know you need to think about with the money and the finances that are happening, y'all. I, only I have some uh, political hot takes. 
real quick, if you don't mind. Oh, I'm down for a hot take. Uh, I mean, we got to get some is, politics in here. This is very yeah, political. Yeah, my political bit, hot you know, take is please bit. build more trains and stop building more roads. That's my. I'm that's down for that. Hot take. Wow. I'd know, say uh, simple, it, but also if you could make the trains look like Thomas the Tank Engine trains. So if we could like get Gordon and Thomas and fucking Percy, and then like I could like ride in the caboose shit, it'd be so dank. I, my my political hot take is uh, they need to do that to all the subways because that make my commute so much better. But also Agreed. maybe maybe Elon Muskie boy, Mister Musker Muscarino, the muskrat, uh, he can he can fuck off with his idea for a, a subway for cars, <laughs> just like build a subway, <laughs> like a like a like a person. <laughs> like I don't fucking know. Like uh, that's my hot take. So mm-hmm. more trains, paint them like Thomas the Tank Engine. Yep. No trains for cars. Yeah. You have any train related hot takes, Jacob? No, but I think that we should expand education to space. Like actual classrooms in space. I like that idea because then I could see the sunrise all the time. Yeah, and then we will eliminate a generation of no earthers or flat earthers, I meant. Oh, that's oh, right. No earthers is a hot take. <laughs> no, <laughs> there is no earth, bro. We uh, looked around. <laughs> I guess we forgot to uh, uh uh, say who we are but i guess any but we, we don't even need to we're such it goes without saying it goes got without saying fancy octopus right there rocking the bass you got yeah. me proper gent rocking the drums do, 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 do. we right, got thomas um... there rocking the sick guitar dave's on vocals yo oh that was chocolate butter butter is smooth I can sing you a song. So, uh, I guess, so right now, uh, we're on chapter two, which is, uh, the p- point of view is from High Senator Richard Gray one, the first. So, who, what what class system, let's do a little game, what class system do you think he's going to be in? The last one- Wait, wait, repeat it? So, last chapter was- Yeah, can uh, you recap Taylor. it? It's been a while. <laughs> it's <laughs> been a minute. So, chapter one, we followed a history teacher named Taylor- who had emphysema or something, but he was a red citizen and he went to class that day. It was mainly a lot of world building. We learned that orange citizens were uh, oppressed pretty heavily under the system. Um, and so were green citizens, but they had this weird thing where like, if you're like half European and green and join the military, you get to become red. So the red, green, orange is not necessarily and a race is thing. That, was Taylor a part of that thing? Was that the uh, thing? Like he was I, a green that became a red? I don't think so. I, I we don't know. Um, it, I don't mm-hmm. think it said. But remember, then they also had it to where they had to change. He was teaching about the Civil War, but he had to reframe all of it as the uh, as the War of Northern Aggression. So essentially, he did what like a lot of red states do already. It was <laughs> very on the nose, um, talking about of uh, you know re rewriting history. So he had to rewrite history to make it look like that the the north and it was like some pretty racist shit um <laughs> that he had to rewrite and then there was a school shooting by an orange student who was speaking the illegal language of spanish if you remember correctly the spanish is illegal in this universe illegal. and um the I school what, shooters like, name say, like so many cities are in spanish the united states like <laughs> you they can't just say like... los angeles <laughs> like san antonio or <laughs> i mean san, san antonio... anthony it's called now what was it i I remember that joke it was like the meaty rap bell 
Instead of carnitas on my burrito, I get uh, the meat meat bits on my little donkey. (laughs) I get Uh, the spicy tomato on my uh, (laughs) on my chips. I just (laughs) do you want some sauce with your chips? (laughs) Do you want some Some freedom sauce? Freedom. <laughs> I feel like America Team World Police needs to be playing every time we like oh, read God. this. Like, so I I remember our, our big comments about it were that one, it's very on the nose and very over over the top. I do remember it being extremely on the nose. Very on mm-hmm. the nose, which wasn't a bad thing. And then also uh, there were some comments well. about how the <laughs> the the school shooting may have been an overplayed format. But let's see how. But it's crazy. Feel like. Is that this mm-hmm. is the first story that we can guarantee no, the author listened to us before he wrote the next part. Oh my god, we're influencers, y'all. <laughs> wow. Because uh, I, I gave him a pre-release link because he submitted the story for recommendation. So we have influenced his decisions of his writing. Very possibly. We're he fucking didn't... through the looking grass now, boys. Dude, we're, we're on the top. <laughs> I'm it's excited, like instead of class by accident. But so this is High <laughs> Senator Richard Gray the first. May 23rd, 2067. Do you guys have any predictions, any guesses for what his class may be? Um, he's got to be red, right? Or Probably the highest though. one, you know? Or is there a higher than red? Maybe red's owner. not even the highest. <laughs> red might not be the highest. There could be like a an ultra a red. White. <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, just come out uh, with it, yeah. <laughs> so, are you guys ready to just jump on into... New Dawn Chapter 2? Sure. The White House, a marveled reflection of the Western Judeo-Christian values that pioneered society into the Industrial Revolution. Every time I walk into it, my heart would elevate with pride. A monument dedicated to the true Red Americans who pushed civilization to a level that had never been reached before. Most days I would worry about a a bill to pass, how to finance detention camps, and helping with other preservation party members and drafting new laws to protect our red-class citizens. Unfortunately, tragedy has struck numerous commonwealths, and this is going to be no ordinary day. It's once again, very on the nose. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what we do right now. I mean, it's literally what's happening right now. <laughs> this says 2067, but this might as well be 2020, baby. <laughs> The emotion was frantic. Men mobilizing, frantically scurrying about like the world had ended. Well, I really can't blame them. This was the first time we had entered crisis mode since the skirmishes of 2040. When I walked into the Hall of the Elites, all the other high senators began to stop their squawking. Children. Most of my fellow party members were young, perhaps too young for quite a crisis. After the famines of the 50s, we lost quite a few good of our senators. Those green, These greenhorns, all upstarts trying to change the status quo. I do not blame them. When I first entered politics in the 30s, I had that same determination. There was something to be said about pushing forward this great society. However, I was considered a minority. To be attached to one political party at that time was to be a little racist, misogynistic, bigot. The names would string on again and again. Now I had a bunch of young upstarts who wanted the same goal, and now they had the opportunity to do it. I clear my throat. Gentlemen... Give me a full report of the last twelve hours. It's a good voice. Holy shit! Oh, that, that was some. That, that was really political. good. <laughs> that was that was smooth. I always start my daily briefs like this. The other high senators were almost stunned at the calm, soothed composure I kept in my voice. Are you not aware of the recent attacks? One of the upstarts dares to question. I am well aware, but we here at the Preservation Party, Mister. Uh, Mr. Killian. Right. Mr. Killian. 
We here at the Preservation Party have risen from the ashes of far worse than these minuscule shootings. I do suggest if you desire to continue to be a senator of the Preservation Party, that you start to learn how to deal with such nuisances. If you fear a bunch of orange citizens with substandard rifles, then perhaps this job is not for you. I know how your generation goes on about your anxiety. This might be an opportunity to leave us. The individual stared blankly and, and sat back down. Good. Now give me a full report of the last 12 hours. Another upstart stood up. Uh, Senator Williams, sir. Begin, Senator. Williams uploaded his ORB report into the CNI, Central Network Interface, and illuminated the entire conference room. Logistics, news bulletins, suspects were all presented and rotating like the Earth's axis around the room. Uh, the first attack began at New Dawn High School on May 22nd at 8.42 a.m. The attack began when numerous Orange citizens shot down the local school security guards and then entered the Orange section of the school. There, they presented over 20 TR-75s that other students grabbed and began to fire in the air. Continuing down the block of 5th Street, they fired upon a coffee stand a block from the school and began to march to the piano concert hall located two more blocks to the east, which has now been confirmed to be a hot spot for insurrection activity for the last couple of months. Number of casualties? Six red citizens and two green so far in New Dawn alone. We have copycat attacks in Holy Faith and Pass to the North. The number of dead is estimated to be 20. I begin to light a cigar and puff on it. Staring directly at Senator Williams, who was in no doubt expecting a barrage of questions, I truly, I truly thought we had been above this. The level of barbarism that continues to divide a nation that settled this matter two decades ago. Defeat? You would think such an event would result in a more humbled lower class. Every time we try to give these degenerates a fair shake, they spit on our hand. This type of outburst can no longer be tolerated in our country. For too long, we have allowed such ins instances to go unpunished. This needs to change. Okay, now. this is the narration of the the character. Yeah, this is the character. Woo! It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty intense. Yeah, yeah. But... I wish, uh, I mean, they've got Holy Faith uh, High School, Pass to the North High School, New Dawn High School. Mm -hmm. I want, like, there's gonna be probably like Jesus High School, <laughs> Jesus Two High School, <laughs> Jesus the Second, Holy uh, Cross High School, <laughs> Jesus Three. <laughs> so this is some pretty intense rhetoric here. Also, yeah. uh, you got a lot. Divisive. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah you're getting a little political. Here. Okay, you're right. That was biased of me. I should really give everyone a fair shake. Yeah, let's let's give equal. This, this is not extremist language. <laughs> see, see, yeah, these degenerates, uh, you know, gave them a fair shake, but you know, they regret it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> every every time they, they they keep spitting on the hands of the people who beat the shit out of them all the time. <laughs> Hi, Senator Gray. Yes, Senator Williams. What does the president intend to do? What should we be doing at this moment? I sigh as I grab the temples of my head. A population exists right now in our glorious country that refuses to assimilate to our society. I pose a question to all of you educated individuals. What is to be done with a population that, despite every peace attempt at peace, continues to show hostility to those of a superior position? 
All the cinders began to chatter amongst each other like scared children, gossiping about their worries and fears splattered about like a Pollock painting. Ooh, I like that. I, I like that sentence. <laughs> The question was never Beautiful. intended to be answered by these weak miscreants, but instead to give them the smallest semblance of self-control. The high elites do enjoy to get their lower elites involved in the political process, but these decisions would never be theirs to make. Ooh, that's second-tier elitism. That's nested elitism. You got the... Yeah. It's recursive. <laughs> it's recursive. If you have a white card. <laughs> <laughs> so if there, are, if there are high senators, are there also low senators? I, I think that's what these guys are. I think they're a bunch so of... Like, there's low elites... But are they are they just like regular old? Are they? They're not. It must they're be not, a bummer to be called a low senator. <laughs> <laughs> but you can still I, go I, to a red and command them around, and then they can go to yeah. an orange and command them around, and then they can go no, they, no, you can go to a green and command the green around, and the green can command the orange around mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. the green is half white. Who is a hierarchy? Seems more complicated. <laughs> Gentlemen. I propose a recess. I will speak directly to the president and then give him the three most worthy proposals when the recess is concluded. Use this next hour to fundamentally figure out how you, the elites of the Preservation Party, can help steer the country back to an age of prosperity. Dismissed. I don't know if they got into the mic or not. It was in the mic. I, it was in the mic. <laughs> I had my mouth closed. It went through my nose. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I didn't help that no one was talking. To- <laughs> <laughs> it definitely, definitely pumped through there. I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> this is uh, intense so far. Yeah, this is, a pretty, this is pretty hectic. I mean, it's the end of the first scene, so I feel like it's a natural breaking point, but it's like... I mean, I, there's nothing to poke at. Like, I think this his is writing, writing, like the writing is phenomenal. Like, so, like, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm genuinely impressed, especially with your voice acting. It's, uh, it, it makes it almost like a movie. What we're saying is that you should have been uh, Kevin Spacey in the House of Cards reboot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> I was going Perfect. All the senators stood up and began to show a spring in their step. Good. The more these idiots think they contribute, the better. We can keep the panic <laughs> under control. I leave the chambers once again and take a walk right outside the building. I looped around the White House gardens right to the right wing, the pedestal of American exceptionalism, and more importantly, the Oval Office. Several security guards come to me and demand my identification. I swipe my gold card and walked up the steps. Ooh, there we the go. Cover. It's gold. The gold. Gotta yeah, be gone. Now I think about it, you couldn't have a white card. They, they've already been so subtle already with, you know, <laughs> their racial hierarchy. <laughs> the office is dim. The lights are only halfway on as the giant behemoth of a man sits in front of me. A circle of orange is the clear indicator of the president <laughs> being present. <laughs> <laughs> the, f- the fat fuck always enjoyed his cigarettes. For a party that is focused on preservation, the president has always had a nasty habit of picking activities that would leap him into determination. The papers on his desk are scattered, uncontrolled. Several initials are spread on top of the desk, and it looks like the bastard hasn't even read any of the recaps I've typed up personally. Wow, is there um, uh, a comparison to I can't, our I can't current think of, time? I can't think of a single politician that this sounds like. You know, he's... 
he has been reported as being one of the healthiest humans ever made. Ever, ever made. He's like six foot five, one hundred eighty pounds, according Huge to the White House hands. doctor. He the biggest hands you'll ever find, and you know he reads all of his documents. Mm-hmm. These are all of them. So I mean, this must be talking about Obama. this must must be about obama he did smoke a cigarette one time in office (laughs) (laughs) more than once (laughs) but to be fair obama was a smoker Mm -hmm. i can't believe he he must have hid that really well there's no way america would have elected a smoker if they knew about it (laughs) because people are like weird about that shit Um, surprising amount honestly for that job you need a smoke you You really should have you should they should enforce it <laughs> Get another pack of Marlboros. <laughs> you Mr. Relax, sir. Well, so that when he goes and like screws over a third world nation, he can just like wink with a cigarette. <laughs> like the most American thing possible. <laughs> Nonetheless, the smile on my face must shield behind the true feelings behind in order to keep the president in his best behavior. I didn't tell you to come in. You could almost hear the grease coming off his lips. No doubt he had just completed another double patty burger. <laughs> Obvious. Burgers in 2067. It's comforting. Okay, sorry. Sorry, this like this is awesome. <laughs> it's awesome, but it kind of like it broke that barrier. Like the whole time it's been like serious and like very like I don't know, eloquent. I mean, I think this is still pretty like it's I don't know if it's trying to be humorous, but that's what comes to my mind. I'm getting a lot of anger. <laughs> anger. <Right? laughs> this guy's mad. Uh, okay, okay. Obviously, right. the urgency of the situation, Mr. President, had caused me to neglect my basic civic duties. Please forgive me for my informality. I would appreciate forgiveness from you. What urgency? Oh, wait, no, that's not the voice of the, the fat... I'm not trying to do. I'm not doing (laughs) (laughs) too fat burger eating. (laughs) (laughs) Guy who doesn't read. What what urgency? (laughs) 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 He's the president. Goddamn it! Give him some respect. I, I, I sent the memo yesterday when the crisis occurred, sir. I'd received a notification from the Senator of Product that you were focused on reading the memo and would be ready for this 10 o'clock a.m. meeting. Mm. I I think I left it here somewhere. (laughs) Scattering through the papers, he finally found the original memo underneath a box of donuts. Some of the blueberry jelly had gotten on the piece of paper and was spread over the entire document. He merely muttered as he began to eat one of the donuts he had left on the table. <laughs> okay, okay. The, 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 um, I forgot the author's name, but they're clearly going for humor here. Sa- so sassy historian. Okay. Uh, I'm liking this. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, you are quite busy, Mr. President. I've printed a separate memo for you to read. The other senators are working diligently to find a solution to the crisis. Let's plan for a five o'clock meeting. Does that work for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got important things to read. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Enjoy your meal, Mr. President. 
He waved me off with jelly-smeared fingers, and I simply smiled as I left the office. Counting down the hallways, I went to the painting of George Washington, the founding father of this great nation, and set it down, revealing the key code. Doing a quick double-check, I punched the code into, into the key code, and the door opened, revealing the elevator. The elevator began to descend to the depths. I merely hummed to the motion of the elevator as it descends to the secondary house. Order. A clear contrast to the surface has this place on lock, regardless of the event. A couple of sergeants both give me a nod and mourn in Mr. Gray as I walk by. The complex is lit with tint white panels as a giant circular meeting room exists as the main structure in the secondary house. Seven chairs are placed, with six already sitting inside the presentation room. With one more swipe of my gold card, I walk down the steps and take my seat. How's our beloved president? A gruff voice mockingly questioned. Our president is doing quite all right, General Adams. He plans on reading the memo by 5 p.m. That's fan-fucking-tastic. I say to Gregory, you can continue. Excellent. Whenever General Adams has Gregory present, we usually give the appropriate retaliation to disturbances of the peace. Gregory's a smart gentleman. He is organized and efficient. Himself and Adams are two individuals of the high circle that I can actually expect results from. Of course, General. The plan is simple. Military retaliation to any and all aggressive acts needs to become our standard response. So, we will establish a perimeter at each hostile point that has been determined by markers here, here, and here. He was, of course, showing showcasing the terrorist centers for each orange, on orange enclave. We will retrieve and sweep. Priority shall be on Juan Hernandez, the individual who we believe to be the original author of Operation Reject. The simple barbarism of these individuals, I interject, is not a thing we can simply eradicate. Kill a hundred, kill a thousand. All you will do is create more mottos for this insurgency. Make no mistake, this is an insurgency. Deaths are meaningless in the war of ideology. I should know. I fought one just two decades ago. A long time ago. I know. That's like 30 years from now. I think. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm doing the math right, I don't know. Some of my fellow senators hiss when I dare mention the skirmishes, as though careful word choice would have made a more effective message. The, import, the important event that, occur, that occurred is I had General Adams' attention. As the lead authority of all military action, his word alone was all <laughs> I needed in accordance to approval. Continue. Of course, General. Now this insurgency will need to be destroyed in the hearts and minds. These days of mercy have proven to be a weakness. It is now time to crush this little rebellion. Very well. I shall deploy patriotic forces into each hot spot. They will be granted clearance omega. It will be your duty, High Senator Gray, to spin this event into a message of fear for any orange citizen who tries to disrupt the natural order again. Are there any other questions at this time? None of the other High Senators even gave a single comment. General Adams, whose monstrous height of over 77 inches and easily threw 235 pounds, was complimented by a soft attitude. This was not the case today. 
This was his first crisis incident in over a decade, and he was clearly pissed off by the fact it was occurring just a week before Patriots Day. So he's six foot five. Six foot five and two hundred thirty-five pounds of pure muscle. Wow, that's terrifying. That's like my older brother. That's like that's it's like big, the rock. But it's not monstrous. <laughs> Wait, is that X? Yeah, never. Mind. Uh, yeah, I think so. Right, seventy-two. Yeah, yeah, six foot five. Excellent. Are y'all questioning you math? No. <laughs> Hey, I was. He was. <laughs> I, I was offending him. Hey, Jacob, what's two plus two? Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> got him. Got him, boys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we've got him. <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah. Continue, please. <laughs> Excellent. Do your jobs, gentlemen. Dismissed. I began to stand up and leave the secondary house, but General Adams intercepted my departure. His ashy breath carried into my nostrils as I looked directly up. How can I be of service, General Adams? He then handed me a keyguard, a smooth silver card that displays the insignia of the two eagles soaring. General Adams said nothing as he walked past me. I merely put the keycard into my wallet and began to ascend up the elevator. Clearance. Omega has been authorized. End of chapter two. Omega. Omega. That means the end. So that's not that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you guys think about that chapter? Damn. I mean, it was fine, which is I guess not great podcast fodder because it was like competently written. I mean, yeah, there's not a lot of I mean, I like the bit about I like the bit with the president. He's like a he reminds me of a cross between Trump and I did you guys see it into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. So he looked reminds me of a cross between Trump and the fucking Wilson Fisk from that. I just imagine like, <laughs> Trump that size, uh, <laughs> just like you know that scene where he just like steps the big out of box the, uh, shoulders. He steps out of the SUV and they have to like cut the camera away because there's no physical way he could have fit in the SUV to begin with. <laughs> yeah, reminds me of that, which I appreciate. But I don't know. It's just it's it's pretty competently written. It's honestly uh, the writing's good. Like it's, 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 it's good. Yeah. Yeah. There are some yeah. there are some trip ups now and then, but I mean Ford the 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 relative relatively speaking like some of the imagery was really well put and and you know it had a good voice and tone in it like it would like, mm-hmm. we're, we're bringing up words we don't normally bring <laughs> yeah. yeah um this is very I think the dialogue the dialogue's quite a bit better than i would than the exposition i would say yes i think the exposition tends to be a little bit i don't even know what the word like literal i guess which is mm-hmm. just a strange non maybe non- dry dry potentially no dry's not dry's not the right it's just not dry I don't know. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I feel like it could use a little bit more. The exposition, it, it tends to be, it's kind of plain. I could see and that. Sometimes it, it describes things that are a little obvious that don't need to be described. I mean, honestly, though, it, it depends. That's a taste thing. I I do like having like really like a more experimental, colorful imagery. But I mean, I was reading some yeah. like pop books the other day, um, mm-hmm. like spy thrillers and stuff, and they all have varied very plain exposition yeah i think mm-hmm. one example of what i'm talking about and this is really such a nitpick because this is i mean in terms of writing quality probably one of the better ones that i've read on this podcast well i haven't read anything but um i of course <laughs> don't know how to read but uh so it says you know of course general the plan is very simple military retaliation blah 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 he was of course showcasing the terrorist centers for each orange enclave like I don't think that needs to be there because I would I would get that from the yeah we don't you know we probably don't need to know that information like we could nitpick it a little bit um, yeah so I feel like if you just cut the exposition down and focus on the dialogue which I think uh, 
is generally pretty strong. I think it'd be pretty good. Now, I would say, like, be sure to keep track of some of the good ones. Like, the poly- the descriptions of the president were great. And yeah, also... It was hilarious. Well, I was like... It was like a juxtaposition from the, the prior part. Yeah, which the prior was, like, so scene. intense. Just, yeah, like, pretty serious, actually. Like, a uh, very, very serious tone. And then that one, just, like, immediately kind of just joking around. But, which I didn't get at first. I remember making a comment about it. And yeah. I was like, oh, wait, no, he's this is clearly intentional. Um, but... Good job on that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd say for one thing, I'd definitely say uh, a reread and a re-edit could be useful here. There are some complicated sentences. There's a lot of commas with a lot of clauses that don't really always work out. It can make it hard to read. Like this one, order, comma, <laughs> a clear contrast to the surface, comma, has this place on lock, comma, regardless of the event. So if I were to pause for each of those, it'd be order, a clear contrast to the surface, has places on lock, regardless of the event, which is just kind of not, it's kind of a little confusing. Um, so I'd say definitely like do a reread, but like, you know, nothing, not, um, yeah. Uh, Proper Gent, you got any other comments? I, I mean, I like, I like it. Like, I mean, I, I don't know what to say. It's just, I, I think that it's like kind of up my alley in like a lot of different ways. Basically. I really like the dialogue that I, I completely agree that the exposition is lacking compared to the dialogue. Like whenever it's just the POV, like talking about things that he's not like, they're not like internalizing. They're more just describing. It gets very bland, but I actually do appreciate because it's very game of Thronesy and that like, you know, like when he's like, his inner thoughts are what we're reading, you know, like everything is, you know, from his perspective, I think he could definitely cut down on some of the like walking it to, you know, to you like, Oh, the orange, cl- I agree. The orange on clay right there. Cut it, you know, cut it out. But, uh, I like I like the dialogue and honestly just having a cameo from my favorite president ever, you know. Good old Matt, Matt Barack Brooks. Obama. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> With those smoking. Uh, so I was actually looking up because I was like the copycat attacks in Holy Faith and Pass the North. I think those are like Pass are those the actual North. places? Well, I think like I'm I'm looking at it. Holy Faith so this in is Spanish is Santa Fe. No fucking Isasio historian is like actually like putting <laughs> in legit school shootings that happened in here because he does a lot. I mean, this is all obviously tied to like what's happening right now. I mean, you could argue like even like this Illuminati mm-hmm. somewhat level stuff is happening with like and billionaires and the North, Republican I senators. Is yeah, El Paso. yeah. Oh shit. El- El Paso. El Paso is just the past. The past, like the, like the, oh, the past. Oh, then El, El Paso. Yeah, you can't call it El Paso anymore. Oh yeah, it's I'm past. from the past, Texas. <laughs> I'm from the past. You know, the past, the one the past. <laughs> no, they'd probably just burn El Paso to the ground. It's it's too far gone. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, El Paso. So, or it's something like that. Like, I mean, I think these are actual places. Like they're tr- like so. Like he's mentioning like actual events yeah because hmm. i was like is there like a school called holy faith and i google it it's like, those are some probably okay. one i mean that's pretty cool if they're doing it and i wonder why they chose orange for hispanic because obviously the hispanic people are orange i wonder if oh, maybe we'll find that out later but I'm, there's, I, it might just be arbitrary true I mean, obviously, well, red. I, I think I I think the fact that it is arbitrary is kind of the point, though. Like, maybe there will be a, like a, a meaning to it, but like, 
I mean, to be fair, people, you know, people try to miscategorize, you know, I minorities guess, in I, just very arbitrary ways that don't, like, yeah. even make sense. Like, being unpatriotic because you're a minority, like, you know. Oh, it's, yeah. It's, I, I get that argument. That Actually, is that is a pretty solid point where it's like, if you don't use race... Like if you were to just make it like make it like about Hispanics being oppressed, then you would you wouldn't get that point because it's something we can actually like just we live with. But like if like or well I don't live with, but like people do. But if you like abstract it to pointless colors, then it's trying to like show off the point, like, oh yeah, by the way, like this is all because they're orange or whatever. Whatever that means, you know. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't right. You, you Right, you, like like for example, like social you know, like so you know, like oh dirty so you know, like I, I've noticed that I, I love also as well too. There, what was it? He called it the right wing instead of I don't know what what the structure in the building's actually called. The Oval Office oh, is the yeah, West Wing, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, it's the West Wing, but he called it the Right Wing. <laughs> the Right Wing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like these little, like, because you don't even really notice them, and then like, but, you read it again, you're like... Yeah, oh, actually, I didn't notice that at all. But, that's, like, these are things that, like, you would, yeah. that it would, like, totally actually change. Like... Oh, absolutely. Like, to help, you know, reinvoke patriotism after, like, a second civil war. Oh yeah, you know, be like, oh, this is now the right wing because we're right. And also, I feel like it's—I <laughs> think we picked up on. It I've literally, I've literally seen on like, uh, like Fox News things, like, oh, that's why we're on the right because we're right. No, yeah, it's like, oh my, oh my god. Uh, you guys ready to move on to chapter two? Yeah, or chapter three, I guess. Chapter three. Okay. So this is from the um. Uh, perspective of Staff Sergeant Curtis Lane the first or maybe that's not the first that's just the first chapter in their POV yeah so I think Game of Thrones says that too yeah Uh, and he's in Fort Kavanagh of the Commonwealth of Jackson I'm assuming that's a part of Mississippi Um, yeah probably so you guys ready yeah um, I needed to go to the bathroom okay you do that real quick (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. We'll be right back. B- b- we'll commercial break it but here. But first, a message from our sponsors. What's our sponsor today? Hi, Hi I'm an orange citizen. Have you ever had your car break down and then white people beat you up? Sorry, red people, <laughs> red beat, people you up. beat you up. Hey, don't be racist over there. gone on an adventure and felt ill-equipped I, I i have i went on an adventure recently to mount rainier uh, i was on a little bit of a road trip and i i tried to go up the mountain and my god it was just i got maybe 10 feet before i realized like there's fucking snow everywhere there's no place for my coffee i have all these coffee beans and all all these pots but no mugs for my coffee, and I had nothing to write in. I was lost. My ears were cold, and I just gave up. You know, so I, I roll. I walked back the ten feet to the bus stop, and I sat there cold and angry for an hour while I waited for the bus. I felt it felt horrible being ill-equipped. Um, it's something that I live in shame and horror to this day, and I took that shame and that horror, and I, I bottled it up. I bottled it up just super deep, just super deep bottling. And you know what that led me to? I decided to fix the problem 
I'm never climbing Mount Rainier again. Problem solved. But I also have, uh, yeah, unrelated. We sell jackets and mugs and shit for the, for the podcast, you know? Nothing to do with what I just said. That was just a story about adversity and running away from your problems. But if you want to solve your problems, you can come uh, buy some solutions from us. I mean, they're not great solutions. They're, you know, they're fun little things that we sell. We, we have a hoodie that's pretty dope. We This guy from, I think, New Zealand made the design. It's pretty cool. Uh, we also got a few mugs and a, a notebook that you can write all your stuff, put your coffee in. Uh, so, yeah, all you need to do is go to... All you do is need to go to... Etsy.com slash shop slash Barry Jim's podcast. Uh, the BG and P are all capitalized. That is Etsy.com slash shop slash capital B U R I E D capital G E M S capital P O D C A S T Barry Jim's podcast. Uh, there you can find all our cool little merch stuff that we got. Um, you can also find the link at our website, barryjims.podbean.com. Uh, a knee about page, but yeah. So, um, also we have a thing. If you buy something, I think it's like thirty five dollars worth of stuff. It is uh free shipping. So, the use that. You know. Okay. Anyway, uh, back to the yeah. Check out the merch. Either way, um, back to the story. It's red people beating up the orange person. If you're looking to hire an assassin to get back at them, Dashlane can help you remember your passwords <laughs> so you can get your assassination done on time. And if you don't want anybody to trace you, NordVPN has just what you need. Just beat it. Woo. Just beat it. I mean, Michael Jackson would probably be down to help out. So do you think Michael Jackson would be a red citizen? He'd be a dead citizen. He died in 2009. That's true. I mean, in the future, Ridiculous though. question, vertically challenged. I mean, god damn it, I'm vertically challenged. Swear to God. Oh, sorry. You cocksucker. I forgot about that. Okay, you guys ready? Hello. Oh, we got Maple. We Aren't they building a Fort Trump in <laughs> Poland? Uh, I really hope they're not. Fort, <laughs> Fort Trump. I'm pretty <laughs> other, sure that's a thing. Do other podcasts have pets? I guess the dollop has Jose. We got Maple. Yeah. Hey there, Maple. Anyway. Maple. Bark. Bark. She barked, but you guys can't hear it because the mics. No, she didn't bark. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. What a fucking lovely way to wake up. Alarms blaring throughout the fort. My bunk, located on the southeast corner of the installation, was, was, was the longest walk to the active hall. Only four minutes had passed, and I was getting knocks in my private quarters about how I need to hurry my ass up. Four years of not doing anything, some stupid kids arm other stupid kids, and now we are going to start acting like we are at war? The government must be so fucking bored with all this damn peace. Time to start acting like some shit is happening. Strapping on my combat boots, I exit my quarters. People are jogging, full-on jogging to get to the active hall. I had seen, never seen so much determination to get briefed in my entire life. Dan was right. I really did need to watch the news more often. By the time my sorry ass got to the active hall, all three other companies had already been standing at attention, waiting for the morning roll call. Holy shit, am I the last one to arrive? Something did happen. I muttered myself with the stupidity of this and jog over to my team. My sergeant gives me a quick formal greeting as I slide into his position in the formation. When I stand at position of attention, roll call began. Peering down my row, everyone was present and relayed that information to my captain. 
Listen up! Major Thompson screamed. This is what really threw me off. Thompson had been one of the most soft-spoken men I've ever met. His small frame and weak voice were suddenly replaced by this lion of a man. (laughs) We have been activated to Clearance Omega. It means we can finally teach that fucking enclave a lesson. This is your warno. Get your equipment ready and prepare to roll out at 1300. E6 and above, meet me in the conference room. We will go in depth about Operation Wrath. Get to work. This is what we've been training for all this time. We always knew it wasn't a question of if. It was always a question of when. Be resolute, and I swear to the Almighty Lord, we will defend the dawn. The entire active hall bellowed with our signature call, Defend the dawn! And suddenly the entire active hall erupted into chaos as the well, maple got scared. <laughs> Defend the dawn! Whoa, whoa, Defend the dawn! Whoa! Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> suddenly the entire active hall erupted into chaos as the soldiers went to their responsibilities. I begin to weave my way through the pandemonium that had been created on Major's on the Major's mission statement. Sergeant Presley gave me a glance and shouted across what his orders were and what our squad needed to do. Get the Deltas ready. Conduct PMCS on the R-Class Deltas. I will be back at 30. Also, make sure our TR-85s are properly cleaned. Sergeant Presley gave me a thumbs up as I finally broke through the clusterfuck and found myself near the conference room. Clusterfuck. The The entire room was filled with NCOs and officers, all clumped together as Major Thompson. A rather small individual stood on top of a chair so everyone could have visual on him. Blood and brief, so be prepared. Mission as follows. He presented the ORB map of downtown New Dawn, a standard 10-click map that displayed the entire city. The first drag happened right off the River Divide at the New Dawn Institute. They are still primarily on lockdown. There is some sort of splinter group of the United Resistance that are holding on to hostages. Probably is some of the collateral if we attack the Enclave. Titan 1 and Titan 2 are going to sweep and clear the Institute. Rescue the hostages inside and ensure that any United Resistance members are eliminated. Secondary projection, about two blocks to the east, the piano concert hall is highlighted. A picture of a young orange citizen is displayed. This is Juan Hernandez, leader of the United Resistance operations here in the Commonwealth of Jackson. He is with 80 other orange citizens barricaded inside the piano concert hall, which is located two blocks east of the Institute. Titan 3 is going to help with suppressing fire on the concert hall with support from the priest protectors in the region. Streets 3 to 5 have already been closed off to traffic for the last two days, and so we are weapons hot for the entire mission. Titan 3, wait for Titan 1 and 2 to complete sweep and clear the Institute. Then they will rendezvous and push forward into the concert hall. What's an absolute priority is that Juan Hernandez is captured alive. This comes all the way up from top. Death is not an option for Hernandez. Any questions? That's the position you Damn, your voice acting has been real, real good this episode. It has. It <laughs> makes it like, I'm like, I feel like I'm in a, a movie right now. I got to yeah. say, you don't want to be in the position where the government wants you alive. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that means you're going to get fucked. <laughs> oh, shit. Poor Juan. I, I side with Juan in this. I don't know anything about Juan. I'm siding with him so far, though. Probably a good guy compared to these Nazi-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> I raise my hand. Steph's are in lane. How many hostile forces are going to be at New Dawn Institute? Unknown at this time. Yourself and your team will, however, ride point. So that any of that information can be re- relayed back to the rest of Titan 1 and Titan 2. Fuck me. That's what I'm getting for being the last one in the hall. 
<sighs> Roger, sir. Any other questions? Few moments pass. Excellent! Let's go! We are burning daylight! I want Operation Red at 1300! The RB drops down and all of us leave the conference room. I go back to Titan 1S command room and sit down next to my squad. Presley, Lopez, and Jacobs are all were cleaning their 85s when I came to sit down. Are we running point? Yes, Presley. We are running goddamn point. Lopez, is our Delta ready to roll out? Oh. Yeah. I PMCS the entire thing. No faults on it, and it is mission capable. And are you going to be okay with this operation? Why would it be a problem? Look, I didn't want to pull this card, but his mother was a red and his father was an orange. Obviously, I needed to be sure. Even with him being a good applicant for the patriotic initiative, I needed to know where his loyalties lied. I was about to say, Lopez is not a red name. Ooh, Lopez. (laughs) Uh, It won't be. Lopez gave me a nod and continued to clean his rifle. Private Jacobs was staring while the entire conversation was going on. Keep cleaning your fucking rifle, Jacobs. You don't always have to watch the show. Uh, Yes, of course, Sergeant. I started scrubbing on my 85, and then after a half hour, I believe it to be in acceptable condition. I grabbed Presley and Jacobs as we begin to load our Delta. Boy, imagine a substandard hub V and then add on deflective shields and an ion can. I cannot believe what we were authorized this upgrade, but then I suppose it now makes sense. With the load up completed, I had all my men, including Lopez, grab their IBAs, which is protective armor, and get their Kevlars on. I could tell that the Presleys were more than nervous as he sat in the Delta. I mean, fuck, we were all of us were nervous. First combat mission in Commonwealth soil since the 2054, and we were going to run point for all of the entire operation. I had to say something. He either has shotguns or did his research well because no one ever mentions cleaning guns. Yeah, that actually that's, that's true. Like, no one ever brings it up. Like that's a very like only like you only if you've shot a gun or you or like or read about it. Yeah, and there's like or maybe like a Tom, maybe <laughs> Tom Cl- no Tom Clancy doesn't bring it up. I don't think like it's very like realistic <laughs> military fiction only brings up that kind of stuff. But you should though, because that's like I mean, not gonna lie, I've I've shot a gun before. <gasps> How dare oh, you? Oh, you fucking traitor! <laughs> but, so when you're saying that when you're reading Ben Shapiro's like saving the school shooting thing, you know, you're like, hang on a sec. How come he can shoot 15 rounds at one burst? You know, you, you have a problem with that? I mean, that's my, that was my biggest problem. And I, and this is not me <laughs> rewriting history. My number one problem, all of our number one problems with the day, the tis the day before Easter was that he didn't clean his gun before he shot the terrorists. Yeah, because that's fiction. If you didn't clean your gun, it's going to explode. All I'm saying is that (laughs) if this writer literally gives every single, like, battle sequence a headshot, just like, headshot, 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 I'm calling bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) It was the day before Easter. I lay out three headshots at the Mall of America. (laughs) Just like in my CSGO game. His keel streak was good. He had one more. He knew one more. He got got shot beforehand. He was going to get his care package. You got to make sure uh, to point your AK below them so that when the spray happens, it does that T right into their their torso. <laughs> Should have fucking just noob tubed it. Yeah. You don't have to, you know, think smarter, not harder. Just camp in a corner and just noob tube. Well, at the Wall of America, the hitboxes are a little fucked up. So if you shoot just at the right angle, uh, you'll actually get propelled back a lot more than you otherwise would. Oh. And you can clip through the next level. Oh, and in that level, can you like do like 
tri- tray flips and stuff? No, it actually you have you have to sit through a bunch of dialogue. Oh, actually, God. there's the, the community is still trying to figure out a way around the dialogue, but it's a work in progress. Okay, so yeah, it's a little speed running humor for y'all. Hey, uh, yes, Sergeant Lane. I grab a royal out of my IBA and hand it to him. Calm the fuck down. It's just like simulation, except oranges can't shoot for shit. Presley, with his shaky hands, grabbed onto the cigarette and began to smoke. He was pretty justified in his anxiety. His first simulation mission a few years back resulted in his battle buddy losing a leg. Not in any way Presley's fault, but he took it hard. And I'm not going to be one to blame him for that self-reflection. When you sit in a delta and just wait, your mind begins to trail, like no fucking other. Lots of military time was just already being ready and waiting for everyone else in the unit to catch the fuck up. I took a good look at Presley, Jacobs, and Lopez. Presley is a lanky 71-inch man with a short stubble of a stash. Obviously, everyone has a buzz cut, so looking at that detail was just a waste of time. Presley and I met in 65. He was a specialist at the time and was a run-of-the-mill fuck-up. He was almost my greatest achievement in my time in. He used to be disorganized, fat, and overall just a complete waste of human potential in the army. I squared him up, got him healthy, organized, and when I gave him some life advice when his bitch of a wife really got his act together for some people all they need is a little push ever since he's been my star soldier and someone i could continue to rely on through thick and thin lopez is a different story though 66 first off he was he has been my worst achievement continuously fucking off always claiming because he came from a hard family life that somehow made him more qualified for a fucked up profession like the army i could agree with him to some extent if he didn't spend every other conversation going in depth about his life as a kid no i take it back I do get it. I can't even imagine your father being an orange. And genetics weren't that kind either. Dude was barely 66 inches and his physique matched that of a hipster, small and lanky. I was already, I was always hoping it could turn him around. I wouldn't call the hipster small. I mean, it's like fat hipsters too, but like, I mean, it's always non-muscular. Yeah. Non-muscular. Nah. Right. Yeah. Tall usually. Yeah, too. <laughs> I wonder if there's supposed to be some race projection here it, towards hipsters. I mean, I would associate hipster well, I mean, with like, white people because, like, he said that um, personally, he said that uh, Presley was also lanky, but he's not talking about him the same way. So I'm wondering if he's purposely doing that to show like the rate, the, like the, the race discrimination. To be like, oh yeah, Presley's like similar-ish, but like, yeah, because Presley is a lanky 71 inch of a man, but he only had good things to be, say about uh, Presley. But Lopez is also lanky, and he's like this fucking asshole. Oh, see what I'm saying? But Presley is a, 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 a not a white person, a red person, and uh, and uh, Lopez is an orange person. Yeah, so him. Well, I don't think he's an orange. I don't think orange people could be in there. So he's like a green. Well, he's he's half. He's uh, mixed because remember his his mom was a red, and his dad was an orange. For Lopez. So apparently mixed. Maybe there's like a prog- there's a progression system. Probably you can level up, spend mm-hmm. your uh, mm-hmm. good boy points. <laughs> good, Get some tendies. Good boy. <laughs> Have you been a good boy? <laughs> Have you been a good mind slave? <laughs> I can't. <What's> a red card. <laughs> I was hoping I could turn him around, but he was clearly only here for his red card and nothing more. Again, can't blame him. Just wish he wasn't under me. 
Jacob is the fresh meat. He only arrived two months ago, and he's been hungry ever since. His dad died in the skirmishes, and he had a chip on his shoulder ever since. At 74 inches, the dude is jacked. Like, fucking super jacked. He claims... Woo! Woo! Super jacked. You know what? The army's kind of gay, so I... I, I, He claims he claims he follows the Iron Man diet, whatever the hell that means. And while he's nineteen, the dude has a face that looks at me pushing his thirties. He can be that means he smokes way too much. Um Yeah. That's what that means. <laughs> he can be a little scatterbrained sometimes, but I mean who the hell wasn't a little stupid when they were nineteen? I just sometimes forget I shouldn't always expect a world from him when he's still relatively new to the fuck fest. He still hasn't S- Sergeant Lane. Presley interrupting my thoughts. Hmm. What? Shit, looks like everyone is ready to roll out. Sure enough, as our Delta was docked in the motor pool, the gate finally began to open. Here we go, boys. Jacobs, get up on the iron, uh, up onto the ion cannon. Roger that, Sergeant. Jacob sprang out of his seat and grabbed onto the cannon, locking and loading it. Lopez, keep your 85 pointed down range. When we leave the gate, consider it hostile territory. Shoot to kill. You got it, boss. Lopez leans his TR-85 out the window. Presley. Yes, Sergeant. On you. Presley switches the Delta to drive and begins to lurch past the gate. We are fully out the gates, boys. We are clearance Omega. Shoot to kill, shoot to kill. No one responds as we continue down the windy path that rests Fort Kavanek which is located to the west of the city proper. Once we line up at the base of the hill, we wait for the rest of the Deltas to catch up and line up, line up, line up behind us. After roughly 15 minutes, an intercom booms. Defend the dawn! And we roll out into chapter three. Dun, dun, dun. So, Dope. Uh, let's do Thomas's thoughts first, because he might have to deuce. Um, I mean... Yeah, as I said for the last one, competently written. One thing I noticed in this read is that, I mean, he, this was in the last one too, but all the heights are mentioned in inches. Which is... Rather than, uh, rather than feet and inches. That is interesting. Which is a strange strange detail. I don't know what that's supposed uh, to mean or imply. Maybe it's a European writing it, because I know, like, they might be more... Because I know, like, in, in Europe, you don't... Well, like, he is doing kilometers. He's doing inches. It might... But the, well, the, why would they use inches in Europe, though? No, they don't. They measure in centimeters, but they might. In England, but they, they might know that they they like because like uh, one the kilometers could just because it's the military. But um, yeah, the the inches. My my here's my thought process. In the U.S., we normally do like five feet, whatever. But in Europe, they just do based off like how many centimeters you are. Yeah, like and so they might think, oh, well, they don't they don't centimeters. use centimeters yeah. in America. They use inches and feet, and so they might just be like, oh, well, he's seventy seven inches without realizing Maybe. that. It's actually if like six foot from, two. I mean, but if they can write this competently in English, yeah, I was. If they from a country company that, or, well, it's obviously a place that's from very from a country <laughs> that does like, yeah, if they do it purely in centimeters, I mean, also, I, 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 here's another point against my theory is that this guy actually seems to have a, a decent awareness of American politics, not like a crazy intense awareness from what I've seen, but like but, more so than you would expect from the someone who doesn't live here. No, dude. Uh, so many people in Europe know more than we do. Like most yeah, foreigners know more about like American pop, like legitimately. So I was about busy. It. Actually, London. yeah, that's true. At least, and Europe, I was just Europe talking because I was in London when Trump arrived. 
Oh, like so yeah. I oh, no. right, and so they had conversation. Like I, lately, I saw you know his limo and everything, you know, driving up and like just having conversation with people. Like sh- they know more than we do. Like you know, they talk about the detention camps, and everything like oh, yeah. that. You know, they're very, you know, they're very concerned. Well, they have like, they, you know, like you know, they don't have the same media bias that we would have because like you don't have like people trying to like look, make ourselves looks good, look good and stuff. Yeah, like oh, I need to look good to the, my people to yeah. get elected when they don't have any of it because they don't. But like, yeah, I know I don't know how they many fucking people. Whenever I tell people I'm like from the U.S. when I was abroad, they just be like, oh, I want to talk about Trump. Ooh, I'm like, no. No, dude. I, I mean, I know I know plenty about politics. I didn't come across the world to talk to you about American politics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even though I usually did, because they, they, I don't I, I, it's interesting to they, see they, their opinion. I don't know. It was interesting because I got, I got, I didn't. They didn't know more than most. Well, I actually, I don't know. The most a lot of Americans, educated just, Americans, they probably didn't know more than that. Because, like, I mean, I follow the news yeah. a lot, so that's why I might have a different uh, mm-hmm. frame. But yeah. Uh, it's just know. entertainment for them it's like turning on like the it's a little scary or something you know they're like oh i'm gonna check out american politics yeah i mean it's kind I, of I get a little drunk <laughs> i mean turn on fox news we do that yeah. with british politics <laughs> yeah, so for a bit <laughs> yeah. uh thomas do you want to give your 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 rating in case you have to four leave. and a third four and a third okay yeah, I mean, it's not my—it's definitely not my favorite type of fiction, but that's nothing to do with the writer. That's all genre. Okay, so, so like, if you not were into the this sci-fi post, like you know, like no, I'm not really into. I don't. It's like it's kind of Tom Clancy. Yeah, you know? I could, it is very oh, Tom Clancy. We, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just I'm not a big fan of like sort of spy thriller, M- military based military novels. You know. Okay. Okay. But that's just personal preference. That has nothing to do with the writer. I think the writer's done everything he can to make it entertaining for fans of the genre yeah uh okay so any other comments on anybody got any specific things they want to say about it uh about that chapter or even the entire thing as a whole because we're not going to read another chapter <laughs> that was the, that was it i'm waiting to see if jacob who's gonna go first i'm like you know well jacob- i already pointed this out but i think it could be interesting to look at again is the fact that uh presley and uh lopez have similar ish um uh like like backgrounds to some degree like you know they're both they were both fuck ups before they got into the military and they were both like you know and they both have the same build and you know all that stuff but like you know specifically when he says like presley is like this lanky 71 inch man and lopez is a, a lanky 66 inch man i mean that's significant height difference but they're both lanky and mm-hmm. The fact that they, and then he was like, okay, well, but the genetics for Lopez is bad. It seems like it, the author is doing a good job of like trying to show like how the, like this, like kind of like racial discrimination and like racial prejudice is like. But it's subconscious as well, too. You know, yeah. like it, it, you know, it's not like just always overtly. You know? Yeah, it's subconscious and, got- and it, it manifests in ways that aren't overtly racist language, right? Like we don't, like, you know, we don't when people say racist shit, it's not, it's not just them saying slurs at people. It's also them saying things like, Oh, well, you know, like different, this differentiation that isn't there. Oh, I don't expect anything out of you, you know? Like, Oh, you can't, you know, like the, again, you can see the good and the bad, you know, like, you know, they're like, you know, people that are racist because they think like, Oh, they can't help themselves. Yeah. But like, it still comes with good and like good ish intent. Like, you know, they want to help. But that's still racist inherently because, you know, it's like implying that, like, you know, because 
they're this X, you know, minority, like that they can't, they can't you know, handle they, something exactly. or whatever. Right. You know, something, right. some, it's like, a, it's an incorrect conclusion from limited information. Right. Yeah. So I think that was a really cool little passage there that like, actually like, I think he's, he's doing a good job of taking some of these political problems that we have problems discussing, uh, or not problems discussing, but taking political problems and like putting them in words in a good way. That's like pretty like descriptive. I'm actually on the board of, I think this guy is like, you know, maybe like European somehow, or like, you know, so, like he's, he's from like an outsider perspective because I think there are some inaccuracies, even when it comes to, you know, like, uh, like insignias and stuff like it. And I think that this is why he, you know, it's easily weaved. It's like, it's a different work. Yeah. Engine. It's a different, you know, I don't have to know exactly what the powers of the political process and, you know, Congress, the U.S. Congress works, you know, I'm just going to have, you know, these class of high senator, low senator, you know, just to, you know, make that distinction. Um, but I think it's very interesting as well, too, because uh, he continuously world builds, even when, like, you know, I felt like chapter one was the world building one. But then, the, you know, it's just feeding into it as the chapters go in. So, you know, proper gent, there's two lessons that I can give you out of my lifetime of experiences in this world. And it's don't trust people that lie and fuck the Dutch. I think this person's Dutch. What? What about the, the Dutch? It's an uh, Austin Powers reference. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Dutch. I'm the Dutch. Don't, oh, what was it? No, the, this quote was, don't associate with people that are intolerant of other people's cultures. And fuck the and Dutch. fuck the Dutch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, no. It's like, yeah, there's two things I don't like in this world, son. People that lie and the Dutch. <laughs> it's not people who lie. It's like people who are intolerant of other people's nationalities. Yeah, it's something and like the yeah. Dutch. And the Dutch. Uh, I'm the Dutch. Yeah, I mean, I'll have to ask him uh, whenever I tell him. Yeah. I, I, I let this guy know when we record. Yeah, no, I. So, okay, my personal, like, still a lot of the themes that I had from the first thing that I think that, uh, that are consistent with these two chapters. It's, um, it's still like very uh, correlated to our own existence of uh, our current political scene, which I think is fine. It's obviously, it's, I think I think it's a satire at this point. Like it's a heavily dramatized satire. Mm-hmm. It could be, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a dramatized satire of what's going on right now, maybe. Um, which again is something that I really haven't seen. Like you know, this is a very because most people that I I will say this mm-hmm. that this person like is very knowledgeable about the military, but he's not having a right wing slant, which is what I which most of the military weird books yeah. that I read. He's, yeah, he's probably like, a they, shot a gun before, very, like because like, dude, he yeah. knows that you have to clean a gun. <laughs> like people don't talk about that. If you like watch any shows, they're like, yeah, we just shoot guns. It's like no, that's like. 10 percent of it well he he is doing the military terms iba yeah i know that kevlar i mean those are you know kevlar and helmet kevlar is like a little i bit mean maybe but the iba i've never heard of so yeah there's words in here right. that i was not a uh, i mean i've heard of like i've right so uh it's really weird though that it's not a primarily conservative slant because every single book i've read like my deployments in iraq and like going into it's like and these fucking 
politicians from Congress want to pull us out. You know, like it's always had this, like yeah. you know, very hoorah rah patriot, yeah. patriotic, like God, you know, thumping America, like beautiful. God bless the USA. I love that I have the chance to serve my country. And now we're seeing like an expose of like something where it's like we think like you can like as the re- reader, I can tell that this is a fucked up world. Yeah, and like they're they're weaving it in a way that's like, hey, this is. Faux, it's almost faux patriotism, and it's like well, it's I required. Think it's also mocking that as well too. Yeah, it's required. It's like it's, it's like re- the same thing where like they make kids <laughs> stand up and do the pledge of allegiance. They make us all stand up before sporting events and do well, the I fucking. Mean, didn't, it's like, all f- he make his own pledge of allegiance? Like, yeah, you know, they had a, in the first chapter. They have a pledge of allegiance. We read it together, and so like it's like this. It's it's what it's artificial patriotism. It's ref- it's. It's like essentially, it's just nationalism. It's forced nationalism. It's to the point where you have to always put your country mm-hmm. first before you, no matter what. And so, and it, and you it, and you can see these arguments a lot when people talk about things like the military, right? Because people use the military as a catch-all argument to be like, "Hey, you don't get to be critical of." of these people because they possibly maybe gave up their life maybe for you. And right. that is and th- th- this reminds me of the line because I, I went to go read the pledge again. It's like, may there never be a day where my loyalty to preservation is brought into question. And again, it's that like, you know, that forced patriotism of like, I should never, you know, n- let there never be a day where like I am questioned as like, you know, disagreeing with the government. Yeah. And like and that, you know. Yeah. And like, I do think the military is a great point to bring in. You want to bring the military in on something like this because it is definitely like the most flag wavy of these things like you know oh absolutely and it, yeah, you can definitely I mean, if you want to talk about like modern politics with fake patriotism you, you can talk about the fucking republicans when it comes to veterans health care because they're Repu- oh absolutely because the republicans are always these big flag wavy fuckers mm-hmm. and they do all this stupid shit but then they don't pay for the fucking money to like actually care for veterans or 9-11 yeah heroes and shit and so, yeah, Senator Rand literally blocked a bill from from unanimously passing for literally health coverage so that nine eleven workers could die in you know without pain. Yeah, like these these are people that literally have cancer are going to die from it. Proven that they got that cancer from nine eleven, and a Republican senator literally blocked a unanimous vote so that they'd have to go like just like the most. It's like evil. and it's and it's just like anti patriot. And yeah. yeah, it's 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 artificial, it's fake. It's the replacement of the idea that like, oh, instead of like caring about your fellow human, it's about caring about your country, but it's not really about caring your country. It's about listening to this guy or whatever. That's like fake patriotism. Oh god, <laughs> it's like oh, I get riled. <laughs> I get riled. <laughs> All right guys, everyone I, calm I, down. I, I just take get, a deep breath. The author does a great job oh, showing it's, it's that. Though. That's why I'm a good job. I've, no, he's a good writer. He has like some I I think that this is what he's writing if like just gets a little bit refined is like le- a very legitimate book. I think he's got I think he's, hey, th- this is a good book idea. I honestly so if far. he keeps writing we're going to keep reading. This is actually good. <laughs> like <laughs> uh, I, Yeah, what's going to happen when we like hit like 50 like he has like all the chapters done. Dude, like do we tell him to like publish? I think like, that's when we found the next Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> and we, we can quit the podcast. We can finally quit. <laughs> hey, we're, we're done. I can get a real job. He said 8,000 words. It's going to take a while. How how many words are in a book? Oh, (laughs) God. At least 12,000. Yeah. At least 12, so 4,000 more words. He's got half a chapter. (laughs) Okay. Most adult books are about 90,000 words. 
So we're so, going for a million, baby. <laughs> we're at we're at ten. Per- if going by that logic, we're at roughly eight percent. So you're gonna need to work uh, harder. Maybe pump these out a little bit faster. Um, my main criticism, so, I would say, for this yeah, one is just do another read through. Honestly, there are some. Uh, I know that it's supposed to be stream of consciousness, but here's here's a tidbit. I would say, if you want to do stream of consciousness, I I highly recommend. I love the style of writing. Um, you probably already have, but I'll do another reread of something like The Sound and the Fury or any, just pick up a Faulkner book and read one of those because him and James Joyce are all both really good at stream of consciousness. And I think the guy is trying to go for stream of consciousness writing because it's supposed to be in their head, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he overuses the comma. And I think that you need to get more varied with your punctuation because when you get too homogenous with it, it just becomes kind of like chunks after another. And that's not how we repeat think. it. Yeah. You want to yeah. remove the commas. You want to put words right up next to each other. You want to remove the space between words. You want to put extra space between words. You want to start putting semicolons. You want to put dashes. You want to put hyphens. You want to vary it up so that when you're reading it, it feels like you're thinking it. Um, that'd be my biggest, it's a, it's a structural one of like, Maybe think, rethink how you're doing the commas because that, and I know we've, t- we brought this yeah. up multiple times with uh, chapter one, two, we brought it up because of the way he structured his clauses. So that'd be my main, really only critique of this chapter. I thought this one was pretty solid. It's a nice short chapter that, that brings us an introduction to the, this, this army character. Wait, yeah. Which I mean, you know, I think it's going to be, well, I, I just a prediction here, but I think that the the staff sergeant is going to be like one of the more you know common characters, you know, because you don't have like multiple paragraphs where you're explaining you know your cast of you know characters and then not pay that. So yeah, and good good opening one. And also, I feel like uh, when they have to interact with the the other characters, the oranges established. It's like, forced conflict. The oranges, then also the the teacher from the first chapter. Oh, he's probably going to well, show so, up. So yeah, they're going they're going to New Dawn Institute. I right? think is so, the, which he's a teacher there, so they're gonna you know it's a good little wraparound because oh. now they're gonna meet. So I don't know Hopefully. if Sassy Historian has written the next parts yet, or if he's working on them. He's probably working on them. So if he hears this and he hears our comeback, maybe he could think of stuff. But I think I don't know. Uh, this is not to change his ideas of what he wants to do. He needs, needs to make whatever right. he wants to make. But I have a feeling that what he's going to do probably is actually have this one be the most conflicted account because he's going to have to actually deal with like the problems. Like he says in here, the soldiers have never actually dealt with war, but now they're about to go fucking kill citizens. And so mm-hmm. yep. they're going to, I feel like this is going to be the most conflicted because the first guy was already conflicted about the racial hierarchy stuff because he thought the rewriting of history was unethical. Um, and then this, it, yeah, he wasn't even necessarily like pro, you know, like against. He was just you know, like I racism. He was, he was against the the bastardization of history, which you know. And he was just kind of like, you know, I'm just I I want things to be true or whatever, but like I'm not gonna rock the boat. And you know, the the senator obviously is in his own head. He's mm-hmm. not gonna get conflicted or challenged. I mean, maybe he will, but I mean, that's a tough one. This guy's ripe for that's it though. Def- He's going right into the conflict. He's going to have to deal with the other people. A, well, he has a half orange or whatever. He has a half I don't orange. Know. Maybe he's going to fucking kill that guy. <laughs> oh, like he, he's going to get gritty. Not Lopez. Maybe Lopez is a spy for Juan Hernandez. That's my favorite oh, character. Dude, I, I like Lopez. <laughs> they, I, I will say this. A recommendation. Like, uh, obviously, you know, do whatever the fuck you want, you know, uh, sassy historian. But I... I think he is going to do it anyway, so this might be a moot point. But uh, like Juan Hernandez needs to be a POV. Like, oh I need to, yes. I want I want to see the justifications 
And even if, you know, I, I've no, I noticed when looking through the chapters, like, they're all dated, so, like, uh, it's been consistently moving forward. Like, I'm perfectly fine with, you know, like, you doing a flashback to, like, set up the pieces that we need. Oh, yeah, to I want to hear that, more know? about this revolution, like, how it happened. Or how it started. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, it'd be interesting. I, I, I agree completely. Uh, okay, let's do some ratings. Unless you guys have some, some other stuff you want to say. No, 4.5 out of 5. Okay, 4.5. Uh, proper gent? I'm probably... So, I will say this as well, too. I, this reminded me of something else. So, I was originally very critical of the school shooting. I was like, I don't know how I feel. I, you know, uh, like, I still it's do- kind I of s- weird. Like it- I still... Do- yeah, go ahead. I mean, okay, not to completely interrupt you, but I still... Like, the first chapter for me was just worse than these two. Um, like, especially just, like, yeah, the, the that, that type of uh, environment that he set up was just so... It was jarring for me because it was too, like, involved with, like, modern politics and then trying to cast this, well, like, like, sort both. of world on you. Uh, I mean, I don't think that it was necessarily too bad, but that if y'all remember back in the first chapter, like, I was complaining a lot about Yeah, how, you, were, you were bringing up, um, like, how you... It felt very forced or... Yeah, you, you said it felt, like, a little contrived. Yeah, or something so, of that sort. But do you think that's so? Do you not feel that way now? Because no. I feel like this is just more of that. So I, I, I feel like yeah. it's still like that same like kind of slapstick in your face, like ah, you know, just very primal kind of way of invoking some sort of response from the reader. Well, yeah, it's it's hitting but, you over the head with it. It's not being yeah. a, I mean, a lot of sci. A lot of sci-fi does that. Yeah, though. I mean, like when when you when you know. I mean, when there are moral ethical quandaries, you know, that happen, like, mm-hmm. they, they make it very overt. Like, I just remember Ender's Game, you know, and, you know, looking at, like, okay. basically how it's, you know, it gets American interventionism. There's that one. And, you know, it's, it's really it's really in your face, you know, when you, you come in with that perspective. So there's that one. I mean, sorry, I'm not saying that that's wrong. It was just in the, the first chapter. It was just a bit more. I I. I I'm trying to remember like what I, how I felt when I, we read it, but I, I felt like a, you said, a dissonance. Well, you you said that it was unrealistic. Yes, I believe. Like, that's, you know, that, yeah. That, I think that, that was the the phrasing. The, it was there was a dissonance between what was happening in the story and reality, and it was that crossover of reality and this world that he was trying to present that just felt wrong to me. It felt this is like this could never happen. Whereas the, these two chapters seem, even though it's still kind of unrealistic. But and, it's all springboarded on the event, though. So I guess my question is, yeah. is that is it because we haven't looped back to that event again? You feel that way? And like once we, you know, because they're going to have to he's going to have to address it. Somehow. Or is it I mean, like, like just like you've the- accepted that event and we're moving forward? I I mean, it's been so long since we read the first chapter, so it's kind of just maybe the... The time. The time, but just kind of like, oh, this resistance group came out of a school shooting just seems a little bit ludicrous to me. Well, I mean, they didn't actually shoot up the school, if we remember correctly. That is true. It is framed as a school shooting from the perspective of the, the victims, but if I remember correctly, they didn't actually kill any of the like they didn't actually try and shoot up the it red was students. Only the they were guards. like they were the security guards. Yeah, security guards. yeah they only killed. They the were they were just guards. arming they armed the orange students. Yeah, so it's not yeah. exactly a school shooting, it, but it's but but the is. political precedence obviously yeah. is a school. It's supposed right. to be a school shooting. shooting. The intention was to like make the correlation yeah. to that. 
Or, I mean, yeah, I think that the, maybe the difference might be, though, is that, like, we assumed it was supposed to be a school shooting here. Well, now, in these second two chapters, we have the feeling that it's being labeled as a school shooting because we had, to like, the perspective of, like, the Red Senator, when yeah. it could just be, like, a revolution, which is mm-hmm. different. Or, what, it could even it could even be a false flag operation. Like, this could literally be something, like, oh, to help, to, you like, know, because he said something that I noticed, like, there's the Minister of Product, which... It's interesting that you said that because I I think that's in you know other but we call that propaganda when it's like you know hostile you know yeah. entities and stuff like that. So I'm guessing that this could easily be a scenario where like they literally did this just to get you know the red citizens against orange citizens Even and like more you know so. saying up these fo- yeah, right exactly ah. so that whatever they do now is completely justified. Like hey they're shooting up schools and stuff like that and, you know and. That's why the Juan Hernandez coming back alive thing, and I'm sorry if I've, you know, like, predicted your story, Sassy Historian, and, you know, don't change it, because it's still cool. Uh, but <laughs> I think, I think, I think he's an undercover That'd be cool. Guy. That'd be an interesting one. I'd say for real life, if, there, if, if, if school shooters weren't weird, white, pasty people, we would have solved the problem by now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the truth. Like, That's really? the truth of it, <laughs> like, man. Unfortunately, like, there's just such a racial stigma. Well, I mean, that's why, you know, people act like, you know, Muslim <laughs> people, like, shoot up people all the time, you know, in the United States. And like, that's no. not even It's accurate. like, wait a second. It's the ones that... You could do a little skin analysis. It's the pastiest. Yes, the pastiest. <laughs> it's correlation is, between how uh, literally white you are and. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that, that's interesting. But yeah, so I mean, you know, with that being, uh, I was gonna say that the school shoot uh, again. Oh, uh, I don't know how the fuck. And honestly, even if he does it, where like, if he justifies, as long as he justifies, I, I, I think he doesn't even have to mention side. it. Like personally, like right. I mean, he's just kind of the rest of the story has gone along where it's just kind of we accept this event happens. But I was yeah. about to say that I'm I, I had many and my original statement was that I was I'm actually now fine with uh, that <laughs> event happening. I remember even saying like in the the first episode, okay. like we should ju- just cut it out. Like I was like, just cut it out. It's you know, like. It's but now you're cool with conflict- it. Conflicting them as I'm honestly because now I'm seeing that like it's being used as a political tool. That's yeah. more interesting to me than not. Then it just being like a school because shooting. I, yeah. Right, because I like I like the catalytic event. Like it's like a leaping platform for the rest of this. Yeah. Now. Like I didn't realize how it was gonna connect. Like you know, like if if it was gonna just be something that's just you know used as you know like be like oh look at. But now, like, literally, they're going to start, like, using military intervention and, like, I, God, I got a feeling, like, they talk about how all these people are clammed up in the piano concert hall. Uh, I, I got we're going to get a feeling. siege, dude. <laughs> oh, it's going to be epic. It's going to be like Gears of War horde mode, but they're just shooting off red fuckers. <laughs> uh, okay, so what was your rating? Me? Uh, I pro- I give it a 4.75. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not a 5 in my personal opinion, because I agree. The grammatical issues and a little bit of me- meandering and rambling. I think if you did a real good solid edit, like a good sweep, I, it could honestly bump up to a five for me. Okay. Because I just, I just, I, I love the dialogue. I love uh, the symbolism. I love, again, but even, I didn't even notice that about like comparing the two Lopez and Presley, but like the, it's just such a subtle, good way of like showcasing, showcasing personal bias. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna have to agree with like essentially everything said here. Um, 
Uh, I would give it a uh, goddamn pansy. I know, right? <laughs> uh, I, I might say that uh, my ratings might be a little high because I do appear to agree with the uh, supposed politics of the author. So <laughs> I'll decrease my score a little bit and give it a 4.25 because that could be a thing. But um, 4.25. Uh, do you think you'd be? Do you think you'd be more upset if it was like you know pro? If this I, was a pro conservative military not... thing, I don't know if I'd have the stomach for it. Um. Really? Well, I mean, not that uh, I, I, just, I would have like, a stomach I, for it because I I can read that stuff, but like I just I wouldn't think it was as interesting. I guess. Well, that's why I agree. Yeah. Like, I think this is unique because it's not. Yeah. Even though it has that kind of like perspective, I mean, not that like if the, the perspective of being a conservative, but the perspective of that person. Well, I mean, let me put it like this: kind of if this if this book. Yeah. was reaffirming the structures. So instead of making it look like the senator is trying to destroy these people for bad, but instead put them in their place for the good of society, if it was reframing it to be pro this society, I would mm-hmm. be much less... The writing style would still be good, so I'd have to still give it like a decent score, but I would be, I would be, a, little, I would be a little peeved. It was like when yeah. I had to read that stupid fucking Ben Shapiro well, book, even though that <laughs> book had horrible writing. I, I am going to warn you, Sassy, start, watch out for Ben Shapiro. He's in our country. Oh, Again, don't know if you live in our country. He, he will rip your book to oh, shreds. He'll be like, see, this is another Rap isn't music socialist. because rap doesn't have melody, rhythm, or harmony, even though it has all three. Now let you me play the violin at you. Tard. <laughs> you libtard. <laughs> Uh, no, okay. Um, I, I lost my thought. Yeah. The word "they" has never been used in a singular term. It's just these weird. It's like, have you ever re- read Shakespeare? Have you ever read a book, dude? <laughs> like, have you ever talked to a, a person? Have you ever read a Shakespeare play? Have you ever like talked to anybody like ever? <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't. I uh, don't read Ben Shapiro's book. It's it's weird and bad. So, do you think this is better than Ben Shapiro's oh, book? I guess is almost the, every. So that's literally published. everything so, we've read is better. Oh, than so low bar. Yeah, like okay, low bar. Like, I would argue, I'd rather read that. I'd rather read this. Read about the squirrels going through town than Ben Shapiro's book. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Ben Shapiro's book was like, it was bad. <laughs> I did not enjoy that. <laughs> I, 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 we were going to do an episode about it. We were going to make a seek. I was going to do a sm- mystery book where I would read the book and then I wouldn't tell you who it was made by and then you guys would have to guess who made it. But it made me too fucking angry to read, so I threw it away. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> and it was like 250 pages. It was not worth the effort. Yeah. Anyway, so that average is what? So like a 4.4, 4.5? Yeah, roughly? Something around, yeah, something, that. Yeah, something around that. So good job, Sassy Historian. We've been digging it. Make some more stuff. Is that the highest we've ever rated something? Oh, definitely. Uh, I, I think that I might mean, be my highest rating ever. Honestly. The highest we've rated. It's, I think it might be. Uh, it has to be. How do I sort? Well, how? Well, so are we? Are we talking about uh, the series as a whole or just those last two chapters? We usually we do, do the series, series as a whole as a, at this point. All right, I want to drop it down to a four point five. Okay, so like a four because I do. I do then. For the average, because I definitely think the first. Cha- I agree with uh, Dave mm-hmm. that uh, the first chapter is definitely the weakest. 
of them. Yeah. It's also the longest. I think it's like double the length. It's, of yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's the same length as these two chapters put together. He was probably making it like kind of a short story and then was like, wow, I might make a novel. I mean, he, he I think he is in the process of making it. So this isn't yeah. like, you know, so we're kind of seeing it piecemeal. Yeah. Which is interesting. Also, one thing I would say that's good about the first chapter is it's so like in your face, it kind of at least grabs your attention. So at least it, at least it prepares you for the rest of the yeah. story. though. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. like, it, can you imagine if he was very subtle and then by chapter six it gets all in your face and you're just like, this is now annoying. I'd be more annoyed, honestly. Yeah, I'd be right? like, where the yeah. fuck like, you know, it, Oranges are Mexicans. Like, you're like, ah, oh, what, uh, what? what happened? You know, like, it's kind of... Right, so that's still the highest you rated something, though. Uh, 4.3. The the next highest were fours, which were no, <laughs> no world, no people, no problems, love to eat, my roommate, and brothers. Not the... Mm vampires the email thread the email thread the yeah email i remember thread. that oh, that was a know, good one yeah. the talon brother one or whatever yeah that one that didn't uh didn't get a 4.5 believe it or not man. that didn't get a 4.5 <laughs> oh shoot oh dang man really, that, that's a shame really i was trying good. to buy for it <laughs> uh, uh anyway uh any last statements before we close out make more send it to us don't be too influenced by her. Yeah, I mean, if you, we're not, we're not, we're not really qualified. We're not smart people. <laughs> like, just that's just that's just the fact we're of the matter. Pretending we're pretty, we're pretty dumb dumbs. I mean, we are acting. I stuck a <laughs> so, cigarette up my nose, lit during the recording. You guys didn't hear it because I cut it out, but it was pretty funny. Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I heard it. It was that weird noise you made. Oh like, yeah, the, so I'm pretty sure that that was yeah. it. But. Yep. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Sassy, if you are listening, just keep making what you wanted to make. Uh, we will read it, and we'll be honest. Yeah, you have now <laughs> yeah. officially earned the. We'll read this to the end. But it, but it, but if you fuck it up, we'll be there. <laughs> just kidding, dude. We'll be, we'll there. be there, and we'll we'll insult ah, you. This be fun, especially if you're like, and then Ben Shapiro was right all along. I'll be like, God. I mean, I feel like three hundred thousand words in, and that uh, that guy feels so bamboozled. I would have, I would be so. He would have. That would be a good troll. That'd be a good troll if he made <laughs> yeah. us read three hundred thousand words, and in the very end was like, actually, Ben Shapiro is a great guy. I'd be like, ah, he bamboozled us. <laughs> <laughs> Literally says something like, "Go fuck yourself, fancy octopus." Fuck your, ben it, it, it is great. Ben Shapiro. I am Ben Shapiro. I what at, is, is oh, ben this is Ben Shapiro, <laughs> man? Ben, we got to talk. With the cameras are off. <laughs> are you soliciting him for sex i mean maybe i am i always thought that yamaka was quite sexy <laughs> oh no uh, uh plugs all right anybody got plugs plugs i have a plug please uh support us on Patreon. yes you'll find it at the Podbean, right below that is the link. Uh, it should be on the link on the iTunes as well, too. Yes, it you should. Click on that. We have some great features, like a profile, author profile of Wap Sting, Wap Sting, who has been on for like a you lot. know a lot of times. Yeah, so that's yeah. Uh, as well, too, we have. Uh, I believe Fancy Octopus has a podcast that I think was excellently done talking about your ambitions to destroy the yeah. world and how you would do it. It was uh I was on this guy's podcast and he ended up not releasing the audio. He was doing an interview on my ambitions to destroy the world and he thought that he might get targeted by the US government 
for aiding a terrorist if he published my plans to destroy the world. So he let me publish it privately, though. So we can all still <laughs> listen to it. So you could get arrested. Yeah, I mean, but that's fine. They're not going to find me. Uh, I use NordVPN. <laughs> Got it. Oh. Um. What else? Uh. Oh yeah. Quick thing about the the Patreon. You can, if you search for buried, people are gonna think this is not fucking real because I have to say this every time. <laughs> if you search for buried gems on Patreon, it's not gonna show up because Patreon is this dumbass policy where you can't search for adult content through the search bar. So that's why you have to go to our our website buriedgems.podbean.com and then go to the about page. And I think I'll also add it to the the iTunes. Yeah, you definitely should. Again, it's just www.patreon.com and then do a slash, slash. B, a capital B, U R I E D, capital G E M S. Very gems. Uh, I promise it exists. I'm looking at it right now. You could be the first. You can literally person. become. Yeah, and you can become an internet literary expert, which, you know, I, I, I'm not even that, so, you know. Maybe I should donate a dollar. Also, per month I won't to, uh, ban you from the Discord for saying mean things to us. <laughs> so you honestly, well, well, <laughs> like you we have low self-esteem you, here, and you know, you want us to swallow the black just... pill? Come make us, bro. Most of us haven't had sex yet, so you can totally make us swallow the black pill. So <laughs> yeah, we're all virgins. we're all incels. Yeah, <laughs> clearly, we're actually the you know, huh? we're 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 doing that good. We're doing, you know, we're doing we're doing good. Um, uh. <laughs> Let's see. I don't even want sex. I, I, I mean, I'm going my own way. <laughs> I mean, my hand already does. Man, why would I need sex when I go to the strip the club one. with no underwear on? Ooh. Ooh. Um. Uh, other plugs. Oh, follow us. <laughs> Was on- that a plug? <laughs> yep, I'm going my own way. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Another plug would be uh, go to uh, Twitter and follow the at Jim's Buried account. Because um, they, uh, it's where I post. Sometimes I, I I reply to things, and it's fun. Maybe it's not. Maybe it is. I don't know. I tweeted a picture of a squirrel that got no likes. So if you want to be the first person like that, it could be a very fun opportunity for you. Um, it's a very happy squirrel. Uh, here, I can pull up a picture for Jacob while I'm talking. Fancy octopus. You put some weird stuff on your Twitter. I do. But you also get notifications for all of the podcast episodes, including other random bullshit that I do. So if you want to hear it faster than however long it takes for me to upload one of these fuckers, uh, you can go there. Oh, someone gave me a notification. Oh, someone followed us on Twitter. Look, the the plug is already working. It's already happening. I mean, we haven't even published this yet. It's already Pod Sound School. You followed me on Twitter. Uh, That's because, you know... He heard the plug. Plugs work, people. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to see... Okay, uh, we'll talk about this on the DL. Keep you fans uh, On the guessing. DL. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh... Right? Okay. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Shit. Fuck. Hey, the stories, you know, they might take off. And if you have any other stories you think might take off, feel free to email them to us at buriedgympodcast at gmail.com. 